what's up we're back for another session of goblins and goblets this is brian and i play sarge the monk slash cleric that is slowly remembering that he has abilities he can use every single time we play what's up guys this is uh reed i'm playing harold the the duke of nothing and uh recently joined the party for uh for monster fighting and world traveling yeah, uh, Harold and Dromo go go abroad. For keepsies now. You're stuck with us. <laughs> and we're never letting you leave. <laughs> I feel so wanted. Yeah. I feel so wanted and protected and safe. And, and not safe. at all creeped out. <laughs> it doesn't get better. I am Braden and I play Steve the Paladin. And Steve would like to take a nap. I am Ryan, your Dungeon Master, and Steve will get to take a nap soon. Um, welcome back to, like Brian said, Goblins and Goblets, our real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, as loosely based on the 5th edition rules as we can get it. Uh, we're going to play with ships this week. Uh, cool, so when we ended last week, you guys uh, were headed back towards your ship uh, to figure out what's next um you guys had turned around after walking in the general direction of court to head back towards jeru where the ship actually is uh you guys walk for a bit and make it back to the ship uh upon returning to the ship feather in hand you are all kind of uncertain as to what you should do next you know you need the crown of king theodore to complete the wand you've been gathering components for but you also know Forbergal can and has previously kicked your ass handily in one round. Uh, in order to even stand a chance against him, you guys know you need to start gathering supplies to make yourselves stronger and gain an edge over the ancient dragon. Um, as you guys make your way onto the ship and kind of make it home again, uh, show Harold to his quarters and stuff, you realize Eddie is gone. Uh, as you peek in the door of his once-inhabited quarters, you notice on the bed are two vials of drag, a vial of GHB, and a note that says he had to go take care of business and would hopefully see you guys again in the future. Uh, you, Somebody can add that to their inventory. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and swipe that. Yep. Uh, Sarge. Wait, like GHB the drug? It is it Am is I... a drug, yes, but not uh it is it's called a goblin hormone buff. Uh it is oh, a, okay. it's a homebrew <laughs> drug that I made for the alchemist class. Uh, uh that we no longer have. Alchemist. Uh, yeah, Eddie has In been retired. <laughs> uh and you will meet Ben's I'll new character him. next time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sarge, a day or two after you guys get back to the ship, the three of you are separated in your quarters, brainstorming what you should do next. And thinking back to your youth, you recall Master Snallow discussing how in order to become a true monk of the Drunken Master, you should rely on no man or woman to provide you libations, but should instead create your own, allowing you to cater to the specific needs of your day with specially crafted brews. He talked of an ancient relic of your people known as the Kegerator. Occasionally, when he would tuck you all in, he would tell you the story of how grand an item it was. A simple metallic bottle, not much larger than a regular bottle of ale, but somehow could hold six full bottles of brew inside of it. No matter how long it sat, the drink inside never warmed or got skunky, but remained optimal drinking temperature even after sitting in direct sunlight for days on end. It was forged in the smiths of the dwarven city known as Stone's Throw, the masters of drink and smiting, and smiting, and and smithing came together to craft this godly vessel. So you think it's buried somewhere in Stone's Throw? Hey guys, so I've had an idea. Yeah. With Eddie gone, who? I think I know a way to create some enhancements for us. But we're going to have to go on a side quest. <laughs> side quest, side sesh. Dromo, you down? <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah, side quest, side sesh. Right. 
<laughs> so there's an ancient dwarven city called Stone's Throw, which is just a throw of a stone away from here on some <laughs> ridiculous coincidence that I've not concocted at all. Because it's not mostly, but <laughs> yeah. you can throw I might a stone be lying. really far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen how far the throw can throw. Can throw. <laughs> it's a full <laughs> several miles. Yeah. It's across like the sea. I'd like to try sea. and throw a stone. Sure. You're <laughs> on the ship. There are no stones. Uh, I have a pocket stone specifically for this occasion. One pocket rock. <laughs> I had a friend, George Washington. He could throw a stone across the Duwamish. What, what was it? The... Delaware? <laughs> the Delaware, that was it. Across the Delaware. Duwamish is who Washington made. Oh, yeah, that is. No, he, but he was over there and he could throw it across the Duwamish. And that was, that's across the United States. He Not that I know what that is. That's was. a pretty powerful yeah. man. <laughs> Uh, All right. Uh, but anyways, uh, what are we cutting 20, out of this again? I'm what not sure how far in that 20 will be. <laughs> not 20, far enough. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll figure it out when we get there if it made it. Yeah. <laughs> we get there, there's uh, just but, a stone going through somebody's window. <laughs> but if we if we head to the if we head it's to the city of Stone's Throw, <laughs> it's an ancient dwarven city. I believe buried in those ruins is an artifact that my master told me of long ago before his passing. With this artifact, I believe we could uh, concoct some concoctions. <laughs> that's, yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> to, to help alleviate the absence of Eddie. So what say you, we head to this dwarven city and trying to uncover this artifact known as the kegerator kegerator ooh never heard of such a thing I, uh, well I guess now I have just now <laughs> yes no they're ex extremely common in other places but uh, this is the only one in this entire realm with balding heads <laughs> stand around yes. them and drink ale from red plastic cups Oh. Well, sometimes it's last for baseball. <laughs> Is this some sort of complaining about the god or something damn bears? Complaining <laughs> about the goddamn the fucking <laughs> white Fucked socks. me again. Can't win a goddamn game. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't even know anything about that. Uh, this is the only one that exists in this realm, which is makes it very valuable. So. I think in our quest to uh, get stronger to take on Forbergal, because I know Harold wants to fight Forbergal. He is a monster slayer. Forbergal is a monster who needs slayed. Ooh, it's right up my alley. I believe we should go on this quest to better not only the party, but ourselves individually. I think we'll grow from this. Just moving up in the world. <laughs> yeah. I think this will be a journey of not only experience, but personal growth. Self-improvement. Yes. Where we can all grow as people. Love it. Love it. Well, fucking Harold's in. <laughs> Steve. Okay. Okay. Sarge, I'm I'm in, Sarge. Oh fuck, I was speaking to Raven the whole time again. <laughs> <laughs> uh you guys know I don't from know what you... you said, but I'm down. <laughs> Steve is always down for adventure. Uh you guys I know, know... that chirp of adventure. Uh, from where you're currently sitting, moored in the port of Jeru, you have two options. You can either sail to the opposite side of the Isle of Two and make harbor just off the coast outside the village of Seaside. That will cut the amount of time you'll need to spend walking down by a few days, but will increase the amount of time you'll spend sailing by a few extra days. Or you can sail straight across the Vandorian Sea and make port in Salisbury. This would require a few extra days of walking to get to Stone's Throw, but would be less sailing. Which would you all prefer? Well, Harold, uh, Harold loves boats. So yeah, he Harold loves hasn't boats, got so to fucking... spend much time on the boat yet, so... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's standing, he's already on the boat, standing on the bow, fucking yelling at the crew, bring me that sunset. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's already him and Dromo are already doing the uh, Titanic scene. The Titanic scene, yeah. <laughs> no, Sarge is pushing you towards the front of the boat, trying to convince you to do the Titanic scene, but you have no fucking clue what he's talking about. No idea what? <laughs> why am I? Why am I flying? Dromo's already. Why do you flying? keep hugging you, me from behind? <laughs> why do you keep hugging me? From... <laughs> I I like you too. I like you too. Okay. <laughs> uh, now you wouldn't get it. Yeah, you guys, you guys want to sail? I'm king of the world! King of the world! I'm king of the world. <laughs> no, I'm a duke. <laughs> Merely a duke. Of nothing. Not the world. Of nothing. I am a duke of nothing. <laughs> you are the duke of nothing, and I'm king of the world. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, want to sail? I say both things. Both sure. Things. All right. Yeah, both, both things, things it is. Uh, it will take you guys about a week or so to sail around the southern tip of two, uh, and you set sail. You guys uh, push off and make way. The first few days or so are relatively calm. You guys hit fair season, good winds, and it moves you along at a steady pace. Is there anything any of you want to work on during the voyage? Any player-player interactions or preparation for what is to come? Mm. think... I'm just an explorer. Uh, I'm trying to. I would like a yeah. long rest at some point. So oh yeah, you can definitely <laughs> gain your long rest over this week of travel. These several days. Uh, yeah, everybody uh, go back um, up and stuff. I want to get to know Dromo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarge, you. Uh, actually, well, first off, let's decide who is going to be steering the ship now. Oh yeah. Um, Chalvron is extremely ill and cannot stand long enough to steer the boat. So who would like to take Fuck. over for him? Uh, the boat mechanics to steer, I'll remind you all, uh, is strength plus wisdom. And none of you would be proficient in steering a ship. So it would just be those two modifiers uh, plus whatever you roll on a d20 when it comes time to. Okay. Um, well, I got a strength plus six and a wisdom plus three. So sounds like you're the man because I'm not close to any of those. You're one hundred percent man. <laughs> I have a combined okay. of two. Okay, well, <laughs> and that's all strength. Well, fuck. <laughs> that is all strength. <laughs> I I demand everybody calls me a uh, captain or skipper <laughs> or skipper if you please. Skipper, <laughs> skipper. Uh, is it Harold, Duke Skipper or Skipper Duke? Uh, well, Skipper Duke or Harold, the Duke of Skippers of nothing, or, uh, <laughs> or skip to my Lou, my darling, uh, if you please. I, uh, I'm refuse to call you captain because, uh, <laughs> I am captain. <laughs> Harold, the Duke of Skippers of nothing. Got it. Got it. Harold, the Skipper of Dukes. And now. <laughs> Harold, the Skipping oh. Duke of nothing. The Skipper Duke of nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Ah, yes, salty dogs. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find a uh, a sea shanty that I can legally use to put in over all of this. Uh, what do you do with a drunken <laughs> sailor? What do you do with a drunken duke? With a drunken what do you duke? do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? I can guarantee Pluck you, it's not gonna be that flying one. broom bar. <laughs> broom bar. <laughs> It's <laughs> feather duster, Paco. Feather from the feather duster. All right, all I'm right. Pretty sure you can use like almost any it. shanty because they're all fair use. Yeah, right. They so. came they're up all in, what, like 1600s. Like, yeah, I was gonna say they're all like three or four hundred years old. So okay. And can I? Uh, I'll uh, I'll say uh, Dromo, you'll be my second mate, and I'd like you in the, the crow's nest. <laughs> Sarge, you'll be our Sarge of Arms on the <laughs> on the boat. Clever man. <laughs> uh, Dromo says, "Yeah, yeah, I'm down," and uh, flies up into the crow's nest and uh, begins uh, yeah. keeping watch. <laughs> uh, Sarge, you wanted to talk to Dromo, so midway through day number two, uh, you shimmy up the ladder and go up and visit Dromo. What would you like to say? Uh, so, uh, seen anything up here? Uh, a lot of water, my dude. Not much else. A lot of water. 
that may, uh, makes sense. It is might be some land over there. Could be, should Could be, be uh, getting close. All right, all right. That's good to know. Good to know. I'll let the captain know. I'm sure you can already talk to him though. From here, yes. So uh, <laughs> I, I yell up. I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do a quick uh, steer to the left and then steer to the right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, there was a whale. There was a whale. <laughs> the ship takes so long to steer to the left and steer to the right. By the time you do both of those things, neither of them happen. It just continues on a straight course. <laughs> so, uh, Captain's quarters yells out, By the way, I'm the captain, not him, so uh, thank you. <laughs> He's the captain, I'm the, I'm the skipper and nothing. <laughs> So, uh, where do you guys come from? How'd you guys meet? Uh, we we came from nothing. Classic story. Add hopefully... on to nothing, we shall return. <laughs> Picked yourself up from your bootstraps. Yep. Drug us up. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to take you guys back there someday. It really is a, a cool place. Uh, I do love nothing. Yeah, you've been there. <laughs> I yell up from no. the bottom. Oh, you've been there? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, lovely. It's not it's not so much as so little as what it is or what it could be, but rather it's more or less less of what it should and and some of what it is. <laughs> what? That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Drummo nods. He's like, "Yeah, exactly." Yeah. You get it. They yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a It's like a big green trash bin you find behind Pizza Hut on a Friday night. You expect to find a lot, but there's less than you expected. But Drummond's like, yeah, you get it. You get it. Yeah. He may have to eat a few pizza boxes to fill up, but there's still some good stuff in there. Food is food. Still... <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So uh, how how did you two meet? Uh, it was kind of by accident, to be honest. Um, I was manifested created put into this feather duster whatever you want to call it uh <laughs> on accident um harold's dad erwin uh was kind of doing some some experimenting and ended up uh kind of implanting one of his servants into a feather duster and voila here i am uh so you know Harold wanted to go adventuring. Erwin wanted me to come along and keep an eye on him, so I did. And we've just kind of been doing our thing ever since. <laughs> Slayed a lot of monsters, been at this for a while. Oh, yeah. Harold was just a boy when we started. Just a boy. Slaying monsters. Slaying this... monsters. Feather dusters slash... To be fair, I did servant. most of the slaying then, but... You did, He's, he's definitely come <laughs> into his... Uh, Come into his his form. I would love to hear some stories about how you slayed. Except monsters. for that time in the quagmire of the of the long forgotten, you forgot much about that, haven't you, Dromo? Dromo shakes his head. He's like, "Fuck! I was hoping to forget about that. <laughs> Saved my ass. Can't tell him though. <laughs> he'll never. What? He'll never let me live it down." <laughs> uh, Dromo looks at you, Sarge, and he's like, "Yeah, man. I. Where do you think Harold gets most of his magic from?" It's like I was a wizard before I was turned into a feather duster. I'm oh. I'm still magic. <laughs> That's the flying and all that. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. Could it's, you give me some magic? Uh, we could we could arrange something. Uh, hmm. and we're gonna flash to another conversation. Does anybody else want to talk to anything? Anybody? We'll come like back to, to talk that. To the ship. Okay. Talk to the ship. What would you he like just to say? laying on the ground, rubbing <laughs> the wood. Just a soft ship, warm <laughs> ship, little ball of wood. Warm ship. Uh, thank you so much for all you have done for us, for getting us safely between nothing and something, and here and there. <laughs> Thank you, my young ship. When this is all over, I shall give you a proper burial. And by that I mean <laughs> a Viking burial. 
<laughs> Put it on another this boat. This is all over. Yeah. Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Float the boat on a boat. Shoot an arrow at it. Shoot Flame an arrow. arrow. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. I guess I, I see... When uh... comes, that is how I shall send you off. <laughs> oh, Harold, what you doing there? <laughs> Just steering out of the way of all these other whales. They're fucking everywhere. You see these guys? Ah, uh, fucking mos mosquitoes of the sea. Goddamn, Goddamn whales. whales. Uh, I know, save the whales and all that jazz, but... Chicken of the sea. I tell you. Chicken of the sea, these whales. <laughs> so, uh, Harold, uh, how old were you when you started slaying monsters? Oh, about... <laughs> Three or four or five or so? Twelve. You know? <laughs> Twelve. Twelve is what I was going for. Uh, I couldn't get that. I, I was adding instead of I didn't I didn't realize there was a tens place in those. Uh, about twelve or so. Uh, yeah, my daddy was always, uh, you know, talking about the good old days back in the day. He used to be a bit of a, a uh, adventure himself and kind of got the bug and. Uh, me and Dromo have uh, been at it ever since. Um, you know, it's a beautiful, good world, and it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I I realize that that all this reality is just the the collapsing of the memory of of what we saw just before through the mirror of our mirror of our realization, and that all of us are living in the past. Uh, but you know, common knowledge, but important nonetheless, and. Uh, <laughs> I am not a wise man. Uh, that was quite hard to follow. <laughs> it might it might have actually been out of character. Um, and uh, you know, so we've kind of just been having having fun of it. How about you? How about you, Steve? How long have you been, uh, you know, on this quest, gathering around? Uh, how long has it been since we started the adventure? Only a few months. Uh, a couple months now. Uh, months. My hometown was destroyed, and I got prosecuted as the person who destroyed it, even though it was clearly not me. Um, uh. In order to help right the wrongs of this world, I joined up with these fellow adventurers and am setting off to make the world right and defeat the demon that destroyed my hometown. Ah. Ah, the prodigal son trying to trying to save the town that you never that you never destroyed. Well, that's a that's a righteous cause, my friend. Thank you. Well, this uh, this world is round, and if you walk and uh, travel long enough, you may find yourself coming back to where you once were. Starting from nothing, and we shall return to nothing. That's right. That's right. Well, at least I will. I hope so. I hope to take you there someday, too. <laughs> I shall make a point of returning to nothing at some point. Yeah. Uh. Well, and I guess I just have one more question. If you don't want to answer, that's totally fine. But I'm, I am curious. What, what is your favorite color? Ah, uh, it is uh, the red that flows out of my enemies. <laughs> A man after my own heart. Okay, I, I think we're on the same page there, Steve. You know, I, okay. if I'm traveling with you, I, I gotta know, I gotta know people and what they're all about. <laughs> this is understandable. <laughs> uh, okay. You guys continue to sail for a handful of days here uh, and finally kind of approach the southwest tip of two uh, and are about to pass between Kasluna and two uh, through the Strait of Regal where you guys started this journey so long ago. Uh, and you begin to notice the wind has started to shift uh, and things are beginning to grow darker despite it being mid-afternoon. As you continue along, the sea begins to grow more and more violent 
everybody go ahead and roll me initiative. And we are going to treat getting through this storm like a combat scenario. Ten. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Yep. Uh, Sarge's dexterity modifier is probably higher. I would be willing to bet that's true. Fair enough. Plus four is mine. Ah, plus four. Uh, Roll off. Oh, roll off. Roll off. Don't forget to add your modifier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fifteen. Natural. (laughs) Just a hair too slow and a second behind. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I I generously give my turn to you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, a party of givers, as as we've established. Uh, Reed, go ahead and roll me a d4. D4. See how many rounds it takes you guys to get to calmer water. Uh, I got a one. So uh, It is going to take you four rounds before you reach calm <laughs> water, uh, which means everybody will get to roll a... Uh, hold on. Uh, everybody is going to, on their respective turn, roll me a d20. This will determine what uh, effect happens in any given round. This is kind of stacked up right after the, the episode with Escaping the Cave, but this is different. Um, so we're going to start with Harold. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d20. Uh, six. Uh, six gets you... Uh, you guys are traveling along and a large swell comes out of nowhere, striking the side of the ship and tilting it. Uh, everybody roll me a dexterity save. You do not have the D4, you do have the plus four from Steve. Okay. Uh, Brayden, how, what's the distance around you that you can get that? Ten feet. Uh, I lied. You do not have the plus four from Steve. Uh, you were all spread out. I know, you rolled it out when I saw the reaction. <laughs> uh, 17. Okay. Steve? That's a... 12. Uh, okay. So, Sarge, with a natural one, you are still up in the crow's nest talking to Dromo, and this swell hits, and you are absolutely not expecting it and the ship shifts and you plummet off the side into the water uh steve you are also not expecting this and the ship shifts and you begin to slide towards the railing make me a uh make me a strength save yeah we'll do strength save uh to try and catch yourself to keep from falling in the water 21 that'll do it uh you go to slide in between two rails and off into the water and managed to just in time grab a hold of it real fast and hold on as the ship rights itself and uh, you can stand back up. Uh, Steve and Harold are on the ship. Sarge is not. I'd like to jump to the ladder and try and find Sarge. Uh, Roll me a perception check. A 15. Uh, you see bobbing in the swells uh, the hooded figure you know as Sarge. Uh, Sarge, you plummet, and as you do, um, the three of you come apart. Oh no. There's no force from the ground holding you guys together anymore. Uh, Sarge himself is uh, stuck in the cloak. And Vinny and Pasura? Pasura? Pasura. Yeah. Uh, the two of you are separated from Sarge. Uh, Steve, what you see floating in the swells is actually just Sarge, who cannot get out of the cloak. You do not see the other two. Uh, Brian, go ahead and roll me three. Uh, let's see. Roll me three strength checks. Oh boy. 
Man, three because there's three fucking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a seventeen. Okay. Sarge is above water. That's a fifteen. Whoever's in the middle is above water. That's Vinny. And a nat one. Uh, that one is sinking. Knocked unconscious by the impact with the waves. Well, his name is Spanish for trash, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, you are watching over the railing. Harold, you're steering the ship. Uh, Sarge and Vinny, what would you like to do? Uh, how far away is Basura? Uh, probably 10 feet and sinking fast. Okay, we're both going to swim down, grab him, and try and swim him back up. So I think uh, swimming is half move speed? Correct. Sarge is also stuck in the cloak of displacement. Uh, so he will need to first escape from that with a dexterity check with disadvantage because you so have struck to, the water. I have to leave the cloak behind in order to not necessarily. You have to get out of the cloak in order to save him if you want to use both raccoons. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Sarge is currently I above will, water. Yeah, I will try and escape the cloak. You said dexterity with a disadvantage? Yes. I rolled the exact same thing both times. <laughs> so 10. Uh, 10 is not going to do it. DC was 15. Uh, you, Sarge is still stuck inside of the cloak. Vinny is out. Well, Vinny will go by himself then. Sure. Uh, roll me a strength, uh, roll me a strength check to grab Pasudo. Do I see Vinny go under the water? No. The only one you see from the ship is Sarge. Nine. Can I? Go ahead. Oh yeah. Can I, at the, I mean, as soon as I see him go over, uh, Overboard, can I yell out man overboard? Yeah. So the crew starts fucking, you know, going the crew and is grabbing just the, the three. We are and... the crew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we are the crew. Yeah. We're all the crew. Mm -hmm. Holy yeah. fuck. Okay. There's technically <laughs> seven BCs. <laughs> uh yeah, it is it is just the three of you. So is it? Uh, okay. you can yell man <laughs> overboard to alert Steve. Considering <laughs> only two to three to show up every week, yeah. we should really hire a crew. <laughs> oh, we will be in, crew, a, in a large city soon. So yeah, okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna uh, yell it up to Dromo as well and say, you know, man overboard. Maybe sure. you can fly around and try and you know locate. Uh, Dromo was standing or floating, I guess, uh, beside Sarge when he fell. Uh, so oh, okay. when so he, you yell up yeah. to him. Uh, he's like on it he knows. and uh, on flies it. down the ladder and over the side of the ship uh, to come aid as best he can. Uh, Sarge, go ahead and roll me a d20. I've not been good at these today. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Nat one. <laughs> uh, That's like the fourth one I've rolled on that dice. Go ahead and roll In me the last, 2d10. Like, two minutes. Oh god. Uh, where's my 10 set? Four, seven. So 11. Okay. Uh, and you rolled a nat one. Yep. Okay. Uh, as Dromo comes down the, the ladder and shoots off the side of the ship, uh, a crack of lightning hits the mast dead center of the ship. Uh, the ship is now on Whoa. fire uh, and has taken 11 points of damage. And the mast is beginning to fall with a very, very bad roll. Um, Sarge, uh, Vinny didn't roll high enough to grab Pseudo. So go ahead and do what you'd like to do with that. Vinny and both, both other raccoons are sinking now. Sarge is still above water, treading water. Uh, I guess I'm going to attempt to get out of the code again. Okay. So could Steve not swim closer to Sarge during that time? Steve, did you jump in the water? Yeah. Uh, you didn't say that. Oh. Well, after I made it down the ladder and saw just one raccoon treading there, I 
was uh, going. Yeah, going. yeah. You didn't say you didn't go down the ladder. You just went to the ladder. Yes, you can go in the water. Okay. Yeah, I'd like uh, to try and swim over to Sarge. Sure. Uh, roll me a strength check. Yeah, roll me a strength check. Okay. Uh, also, Sarge, roll your Pretty dexterity tiring. with disadvantage to try and get out. Nope. Uh, Steve, you come over and assist uh, Sarge to get out of the cloak. So that raccoon is also free. Uh, the other Sarge, two are still sinking. Where, Sarge, where are, you, where are your compatriots? They're sinking. Uh, where? In the water. Uh, very close. Uh, Steve, sorry, both rolled me a perception there? check. Okay. Harold, you're just hanging out on the ship, man. That one. Somebody's got to keep her from driving. In 22. Uh, Sarge points in a direction. Steve, you look in the opposite direction, but Sarge, you see both raccoons sinking. Uh, Steve, yeah. you have the cloak in your hands as well. I can roll above 20 when I need to look at something but when it comes to saving my own life. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to tap Steve on the shoulder and make sure he's looking the other direction now, and I'm going to try and swim down. Uh, and, uh... Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead and roll me a strength check with advantage. I'd like to dive with him. Go ahead and roll me, both of you roll me a strength check with advantage. Now there's three of you pulling up on this. Again, regiment. the same number <laughs> twice in a row. How does that happen? Was it a one? No, they were both, last time they were both sixes. This time they were fourteens. And that's better. So fifteen. Yeah. Uh, ah, but Steve's there, so I get plus four. Ah, so nineteen. Uh, was it a save throw? No, oh, no, Fox, not a save throw. Uh, it doesn't matter. Between the three of you, you're able to... Uh, grab a hold of this raccoon and swim to the surface. Uh, well, I guess head towards the surface. Uh, Steve, roll me a d20. Come on, something good. Two. Uh, not, not good. Not a one. Uh, same, <laughs> same effect, though. Uh, go ahead and roll me 2d10. God damn it. Uh, and Brian, also roll me another 2d10. Fuck. Two. I'm going to use this die because they fucked Wait, me last time. So Was it 1d10 two. or 2d10? Okay, yeah, 2. 3, 7. So 12 more damage. That would be 10. Plus Braden's 2. Oh, plus, yeah, yeah. 23. Okay, cool. Uh, another crack of lightning comes down onto the, the deck of the ship, uh, lighting another section on fire. Uh-oh. The mast is burning. The deck is burning. Harold, you're alone oh, on the I ship. I shout out. <laughs> yep. I shout out. Now I know that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> All right. Something's, <laughs> something's going on. I haven't spent a lot of time on this boat, but it hasn't been on fire for most of it. And this seems <laughs> odd. Um, I guess. Well, fuck. <laughs> so the, the boat's probably still going. Can I? Can I just like uh, cut the the rope to the mast so it like slows <laughs> slows down? Or does mending would mending work on the mast? I guess it's on fire, so it really uh, it's doesn't it's actually the the wood, like the actual mast itself, is on fire. Like that whole yeah. thing, the the pole, I guess, uh, was cracked. Okay, yeah. It was hit with the, the lightning, so the column, uh, yeah, of wood, and also the. Uh, the actual cloth mast so all of that is on fire plus a small area of the ship that will expand next round if it is not dealt with okay um i just had a beautiful conversation with my ship (laughs) (laughs) this is not the time for a viking this is how she wanted to go out (laughs) this is how she wanted to go out imagine Uh, him fill the water barrel below the deck Um, yeah, is there a, a fucking like water system I can rig up? Can yes. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cinch the wheel. So, so it's pointed straight and then, uh, I'll, I'll rig up a, a bucket and a rope and start hauling up water, trying to throw it on, sure. on the burning ship. Make yeah. me a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, let's lever see. in the side of the boat that oh. collects in a barrel. 
I rolled a 19 Seems and then, familiar. uh, <laughs> slight of hand, uh, plus four. So like 23. Uh, yeah, you managed to thoroughly strap the ship's wheel. Uh, so you continue to head straight out of the storm and concoct yourself some sort of creation pulley system to pull some water up and begin throwing it onto the burning areas. Hmm. Uh, we will go back to Steve and the three raccoons in the water. You make it to the surface. You breach the breach the surface. and uh, When you breach, you guys look over and see the ship's deck on fire uh, traveling away from you. Go ahead and roll... Uh, actually, you don't have to roll. Just swim. Uh, I would also like to grab the coat. The, uh, Steve the, has the it. cloak. I have it. Steve has it. Yes, still. he pulled it off of you. Okay. Uh, cool. So you guys begin I swimming quickly back quickly push ship. all three raccoons' heads underwater real quick. Dromo, uh, go go help with the fire. <laughs> Dromo's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, flies <laughs> back towards the ship. You can't speak to him. Yes, he can. All of you can. He's not an oh. animal. Yeah. Oh. Dromo speaks yeah. in your Dromo minds. speaks common. <laughs> yeah. I'm not an animal. I don't know why this <laughs> never occurred to me before this yeah. moment. <laughs> Dromo is a feather duster, not a feather. He doesn't speak animal because He's he was made once of made of animal. <laughs> well, I see the logic, though. I get yeah. that. Yeah, like, see? He's I mean, animal. most feather dusters I could not commune with, yes. <laughs> yeah, most feather dusters. Are we not but what we are made of? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Can I, I quickly pull the three raccoons back up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Successfully tried to drown three raccoons. Uh, and you we guys begin swimming towards the on ship. Xbox. Yeah. That was an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> <And can> I... <laughs> Go ahead. Can I tell Dromo to, you know, release the. Uh, oh wait, the Halstead, the Halstead, or the Halyard—that's it. Yeah, um, sure. The the Halyard, the main main string that holds up the main mast and uh, sure. the main sheet, so that all the sails drop and we stop, you know, fucking going, so they can catch up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dromo flies over and somehow using his magic feather dusterness. Uh... <laughs> does this i imagine just like the handle going into the knots and yeah. fucking like <laughs> yeah pop, it pops oh, it know. out uh see uh, i was the opposite i would imagine his little magical feathers just, just tickled like, it and <laughs> just tickle it <laughs> tickle the knots and just Jordan and uses like, the mage hand it. that he flies around on to undo the rope <laughs> uh, that would make sense as well yeah, uh the sails <laughs> drop and the ship is slowed uh, i forgot he transports himself via mage hand <laughs> let's see here <laughs> I was going to do a wizard like that. You wanted to do a sentient loaf of bread, smartass. Yes, I did. (laughs) Uh, Because that would be silly. (laughs) (laughs) Smartass, like yours is much different. (laughs) Right. Uh, It's my turn to roll. Um, I rolled a 14. Which means that uh, the ship has begun to take on water from the rain. Uh, it's torrentially downpouring in the storm you guys are in, and the lower levels begin to fill. Well, that mm. helps with the fire. It does begin <laughs> yeah, to douse right. some fire. I was uh, gonna say, Brian and Braden both roll me one d10 instead of two. Uh, oh. Harold, you will be able to put out one this round. Five. Okay. Uh, Harold, you managed to douse one of these flames and uh, look at the charred deck beneath it. You managed to save it. Um, it didn't burn the whole way through, but there's there's black char marks from where the burning uh, was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve and the combination, the culmination of raccoons known as Sarge, you guys return back to the ship and climb the ladder. Uh, you guys are back aboard. As all three of them get on the ladder, I chuck Hold the, the cloak yeah. over top of them as they come up the ladder. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you guys uh, are back on board. 
We're going to roll one more d20 to bring us out of the the storm, and uh, we're back to the top with Harold. Yeah. So. Okay. Which one? Uh, uh, natural seven. I don't know natural if that's like seven. Uh, it's it's pretty much just a luck roll. So I have it. Okay. I have yeah, the d20 seven. broken up by portions. Uh, you. <laughs> As the the two of you return uh, to the deck, the ship is hit with another large swell. Uh, go ahead and roll <laughs> oh. me a dexterity save. All <laughs> three of you. Okay. You are right beside me, though, Brian, so you do get a plus four. Uh, and oh. this will put out the oh, fires on the ship. Uh, it will no longer okay. take damage. 22. Saves. 23. Saves. Damn it. I was beaten. 29. <laughs> Saves. <laughs> 29. <All right. laughs> I forgot you're fucking dexterous as hell. Yeah. yeah. My safe throws a plus seven. Plus your plus nice. four. Uh, that means you can get a minimum of 13 if you don't roll a fucking right. one. <laughs> that one. Yeah, cool. Uh, you guys emerge from the storm uh, and return to calm water just uh, south of the Strait of Regal. Uh, it seems to have kind of been centered right there. Uh, and you guys are are good again. The ship took 32 points of damage. Um, uh-huh. I'll give you guys the option. You can roll me a d20 plus your wisdom uh, to do some repairs. A dc10 is kind of, you know, shambled back together. DC 15 puts it back to its original quality, and DC 20 is a complete restoration. I got a 19. That was canted. Uh, 20 total. Okay. 23. Cool. Uh, The three of you step... uh, Nope. The three of you begin restoration work uh steve yours is yours is pretty good and you look over it proudly and turn and see where harold and sarge were both working and are just completely blown away uh they have restored their areas to original quality the mast is vertical again no longer cracked uh completely usable the actual like cloth part of the mast is good to go completely repaired and actually seems like it's better than it was before. Uh, looks like you guys might get uh, advantage in your next uh, ship-to-ship combat. I've mended many a barrel in my day. <laughs> and the, the ship is looking good. Uh, it's back up to full health again. And you guys are, are good. Back to calm water. Um, you guys sail for another few days. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, uh, I, I guess I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to explore the stores, see if there's like food here or, or what's, uh, what's below deck. I don't know. Uh, water currently. <laughs> water currently. Uh, we okay. should remove that. <laughs> we probably. Yep. Yep. Uh, we'll say uh, with the, the roles that you guys did, you definitely removed those couple bucketfuls. Okay, maybe uh, set up some sort of like siphon or something. Downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One soggy pretzel. Uh, you make your way downstairs Salted. and kind of make it to the crew quarter floor, peeking in doorways and stuff. Uh, you come across Sarge's room. There are uh, three indents on a large bed. You come across Steve's <laughs> room. I don't remember what was in your room. I don't remember. I think oh. I had an armor thing. Like a mannequin to hang armor. Yeah. And, and uh, a shelf for weaponry and stuff. Uh, My mannequin currently does have a set of armor on it. You make your way down the hallway and come to the galley. Uh, not much for food in here. It seems like these guys don't spend a whole lot of time on the ship. Um, they're, they some of seem... us have permanently lived there. True. Some of you will continue to live there. Uh, but it seems like, you know, they they make do with what's here, but it's not it's nothing incredible. Um, okay. Right. You 
head down another level uh, to the very like bottom of the of the ship and make your way through the open area where the the cannonballs and shit like that are stored. Uh, and in the back, there's a room. Uh, as you crack the door open, a, a strange smell hits you. And inside, there's a lot of alchemical tubing and Erlenmeyer flasks and stuff like that. It looks like, uh, like, a, like a chemistry lab, almost, uh, with a strange, pungent odor in the air. Uh, a couple of vials lay empty with a... a blue residue in them and uh there's a couple syringes as well huh uh i I guess this is where uh eddie made his drugs his drugs okay okay uh can i are there any that's uh it's just empty erlenmeyer flasks and empty syringes and everything's empty uh, uh, you notice one of them has a bit of powder left. One of the, the flasks has a bit of powder left in it. It's like a blue, uh, like a, like cocaine, uh, like a blue powdery substance. Like what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, you, you, you want to do it? You want to try it? <laughs> I, I, can I roll like a, uh, let's see. Is that an alchemical check to try and an see what it is? Or uh, roll is, an that a, is that a thing? No. Roll science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, can I roll uh, chemistry? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and roll an insight check. See if you okay. can figure out what this Uh-oh. might do. Well, goddammit. Well, uh, eight. Uh, you're not 100% sure. You've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> you're uh, only about 8% sure. Yeah. <laughs> Eight percent sure, right? You yeah. think this might well, uh, eight times five about forty percent sure? Yeah, this, <laughs> this might do something. You're not a hundred, not not real sure what, but okay. Well, I, I'll I'll uh, grab it. I'll put it in my pocket. Sure, I'll okay. cap it up and and put it in my pocket. Okay. Uh yeah, that's that's pretty much all you see as you kind of explore your new abode um you can also you can add that to your inventory and uh why don't you tell us about your your room on the ship uh everybody at one point was given kind of specific uh think of it like the rumor requirement from harry potter so whatever you need when you walk in the door is available for you what would your room have um let's see i guess it would have a uh Let's put Reed on the spot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hurry up, Reed! It probably wouldn't have that much. I mean, I'm a traveler. I'm, I'm kind of going around. I imagine it would have like a uh, couple books on like a monster manual, a D&D monster yeah. manual would be in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> signed by um, Wizards and, uh, of the Coast. Some, the Wizard of the Coast. Wiz- the Wizard the of coast the Coast. Wizard yeah. from, uh, great man, great man. I went to high school with him, actually. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and then uh, maybe some mounts of some animals yeah. that you've slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. And uh, um, and the Sorcerer's Stone, that first Harry Potter book for nice. sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, and uh, a dehydrator that's always making beef jerky. <laughs> that's always making Hell beef yeah. jerky for the long trips. Yeah, uh, and I guess a. Uh, a, a comb for Dromo, like a feather <laughs> comb, one that just feather like comb. combs a, a preener, a preener, I guess we'll call yeah, okay. it. Feather preener. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and colored pencils and a pad of paper. Nice. <laughs> As he looks yeah. to his left and see what's beside him. For cartography. <laughs> for cartography uh, to draw the monsters right. that he kills. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> with big teeth. It was twenty feet tall, <laughs> giant gnashing teeth, and a slight reading disability. The <laughs> monster, the uh, the monster's manual is actually something of your design. Uh, this is a a book of creatures and people uh, that you've come across in your travels that have you right that on. you've either fought and slain or, you know talked to learned things about it's it's kind of your personal journal okay yeah yeah uh, and i will let you use that in the future if you remember to gain uh advantage on insight or wisdom checks on creatures uh when you guys go to fight okay, that i that i fought yeah. before yeah okay 
I'm going to write on my inventory D and D monster manual. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you can get some firsthand experience in, uh, in Wouldn't what it be, you guys uh, are fighting. An H and D monster manual, a Harold and Dromo monster yeah. manual. Harold, yep. Oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> uh, you, you come from downstairs, the very belly of the ship. Manual of nothing. H and D's manual of nothing. H and D's. Oh, well, I'm right. Okay, that's going on there. You, you come from the belly of the ship with this uh, strange flask of some substance you've never seen before, and open the door to your quarters. Uh, inside is just a simple room, a bed, a smaller like cat bed up on a pedestal for Dromo, uh, a small. Bookshelf. Imagine it's just like a like one of those scratching yeah. trees you get for cats, but it's mm-hmm. just a feather duster. Yep. <laughs> Who just he needs something to occupy it. himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you have one small bookshelf with your journal and a couple other novels and stuff that you've gathered along your journey. But you, being a traveler, uh, travel very light. There, there's not much in here. Uh, you have a desk that you can utilize for, you know, adding things to your journal and stuff. And of course, you have colored pencils and sheets of paper so that you can draw the monsters and add them in there. Uh, the, yeah, it's it's not not much, but it's nothing too shabby, you know. It's much better than places you've slept before with, you know, caves and, and dungeons and swamps. Dragons. Uh, yeah, inside that one of time creatures. That, uh, right, one time in the witch's cabin that I had to, uh, it, well, <laughs> do some stuff to keep the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, you and Dromo have a, a place to call home for now. Right. It's nice to be included in a, a group. Uh, Dromo thinks to you he's like man i could get used to this you know this this isn't too bad it's no nothing of course but it's no nothing it's no nothing it's not better than nothing but it's better (laughs) than something right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, heartwarming i love it (laughs) uh you guys spend the next few days kind of taking turns steering the ship and getting your sleep and uh you can all get your long rests and stuff. Um, you pass by an archipelago uh, on the southern side of the Isle of Two. Uh, roll me a history check, all three of you, to see if you are familiar with this area. Crit 20. <laughs> Nine. Ooh. Sarge has been there. Done coke yeah. off the pirate's asses. <laughs> I can remember uh, where I've done 17. coke, but I can't remember how to save my own goddamn life when I'm driving. Uh, <laughs> Sarge, you have been here several times. Harold, you have been here once or twice, uh, just in passing. Uh, it's just part of a monk's journey. Steve, it would make sense that you've never been here before because of how far away it is from Benkin. Um, you, Sarge, and uh, Harold specifically know that these are the southern pirate islands. Um, this is kind of the black market of the realm. This is where the pirates go and hang out. Uh, there's there's a lot of pirate activity here. Ships coming in and out. But as you guys move away, you notice a, a pair of ships that seem to be headed in your direction. Uh, go ahead and also roll me perception checks. God damn it. Yep, that one. likewise. Crit <laughs> 20 to a nat Man. 1. What'd you say, Brayden? I got a nat 1 as well. All right. Oh, um, boy. Okay. You well. guys don't know what a ship is or, or what the ocean is. <laughs> I've forgotten what ships look like, though I I'm laying face <laughs> down on the floor or on the um, deck of the ship, just staring at the wood. Uh, Drum is going to save your asses <laughs> this time. Uh, he. In Harold's mind, he says, um, it looks like we probably have some company coming. Um, there's lovely. two... They, not lovely, friend. Um, oh. oh, no? <laughs> n- not at the pace they're headed towards us. 